Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick? And apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. Alright, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened on Friday? The only thing I can remember is that um, Saul Saul, Saul. Uh, likes to throw spears at even his son now. Apparently, yeah. I think that was the big thing, and then he doesn't he doesn't like uh, David David at all, right? And he made that clear. Yeah. Um, the reason that he threw a spear at his own son is because um, Jonathan was supposed to bring David to dinner. David was a no-show, you know, on account of Saul wants to kill him. Right, yeah. And Good reason in my book. Saul was like, you stupid son of a whore! <laughs> That's For right, real. he did really say that. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and threw a spear at his own son, Jonathan, and Jonathan was like, eat gads. Yeah. He's got to love this book, huh? It's yeah. good stuff. And so then he went out and was like, arrow further, further. And then he was like, you need to run away, my, <laughs> my lover. And right. David was like, womp, womp. Yeah. And so they swore they'd always be friends and yeah. tearfully parted mm. after making sweet, sweet love. All right. So uh, this week we are going over what? Um, that was First Samuel chapter 20, and we are about to enter First Samuel chapter 21. All right. Let's go see who he, uh, who he throws a spear at this week. Right? Okay, 1 Samuel chapter 21, David flees from Saul. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and how. David went to the town of Nob. 
Nob, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. he did. To see Ahimelech, the priest. Okay. Ahimelech, Ahimelech. <laughs> I think you did that before when they said his name. I know I did. Ahimelech trembled when he saw him. Why are you alone? He asked. Why is no one with you? Yeah. Why would... What? Why? What is, <laughs> <laughs> he was trembling? I mean... Because he was alone? Nobody ever asked me that. Right? Wife, why are you here by yourself, bitch? And then they start trembling, right? Yeah. And I'm like... <laughs> All the time. Because I got into my fucking car by myself <laughs> and I drove here without any help from yeah, anybody. I don't, I don't understand it. Okay? Maybe, maybe because David is supposed to be like the new king and so this guy's like, where's your... Maybe he's in on the deal. Maybe he thinks, maybe he's, he's supposed to be dead already. Oh, and he's like, what, like, what, what the fuck are you doing here, man? Why aren't you surrounded by people murdering you? Right, yeah. That could be too. That could be. Okay. Um, David says, the king has sent me on a private matter. Oh. The private matter being I'm trying not to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> he told me not to tell anyone why I'm here. Yeah. I have told my men where to meet me later. Okay. It sounds like he's lying. Right, so, okay. yeah. Now. What not is that there? I blame him exactly. No, 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 not at all, not at all. Right. There, are, there are definitely good times to lie. This is one of them. Right, not to die. Right. Yeah. Now, what is there to eat? Give me five loaves of bread or... Five loaves of bread? Or anything else you have. You're just going to chow down on five loaves of bread? Okay, now last night you and I ate a whole loaf of bread. Well, that would, it was... Okay. It was garlic bread. Yeah. <laughs> and it went with our soup. But still. Right. Garlic bread's good. It is good, and it had cheese on it. But five loaves of bread? Five loaves. Maybe Jesus. maybe this is to last him a few days? I guess. Okay, maybe. look. Also, we don't know what their loaves looked like back then. I suppose you're right. It could have been smaller. Okay. Probably was smaller. All right. All right. Okay. Yep. So anyway, he says, give me five loaves of bread or anything else you have. Or, yeah, yeah. anything else you have. Meaning four, three, and a grape. <laughs> I don't Whatever. Pomegranate. A pomegranate yeah. and a crumb. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Anything. We uh, don't have any regular bread. The priest, 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 replied. Yeah. Priest replied. Hey, try to say priest replied without like. Priest replied. Without knowing that it's coming up in advance. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I can't do that now because I already know it's coming up in advance. Far. So. But there is a holy war. Wait, that is not what it says. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked my shit up. Sorry. Okay. But there is the holy bread, which you can have if your young men have not slept with any women recently. <laughs> oh, because he's... There's other people? No, there's not. But he's pretending like, oh, I need some five loaves oh, of bread okay, okay. And, and stuff to take to for my guys. Other, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm not just asking for food for All right. me. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. So there's holy bread, but only if they haven't slept around lately. Sure. Don't worry, David replied. I never allow my men to be with women when we are on a campaign. What about when they're not on a campaign? What do you do? Tie their dicks up? I mean, <laughs> and since they stay clean even on ordinary trips, how much more on this one? Right. Um. I don't. I don't know. What? What? what why? What? That. Okay. I don't understand. Right. Question mark. Because okay. it's a secret mission that doesn't actually exist. Right. That could be why. Because you know how yeah. much. They definitely are clean since they don't exist. They are the cleanest. Right. So since there was no other food available, the priest gave him the holy bread, the bread of the presence, capital letters. Oh. That was placed before the Lord in the tabernacle. Yeah, that's one of those uh, things. Remember the, uh, mm -hmm. I forget what it was used for exactly, but that was a big deal. It's special bread. Yeah, no one's really supposed to touch that shit. Yeah, it's magic bread. So, huh. It had just been replaced that day with fresh bread. 
Gotcha. Okay, so he's like, I'm going to throw this shit out anyways. I guess. Right? Now, Doeg, the Edomite, Saul's chief herdsman, was there that day, having been detained before the Lord. David asked Ahimelech, mm, do you have a spear or sword? <laughs> Any, anything to fight, you know, um, certain people with that might show up? Just as I will take either five loaves of bread or anything, I will also take a sword, spear, or any weapon. Right. Yeah. Fuck, I mean, yeah. a sharp stick will do. Right, right? The, the king's business was so urgent that oof, I didn't even have time to grab a weapon. Right. Exclamation yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. He is smooth, this David. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, too bad. I only have the sword of Goliath the Philistine, whom you killed in the Valley <laughs> of Elah, the priest replied. <laughs> I only, right, I only have one. just the biggest fucking heaviest sword ever. No right, bigs. yeah. It is wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. Take that if you want it, for there's nothing else here. <laughs> there's nothing like it, David replied. Give it to me, exclamation point. <laughs> Damn. So he, he got it. He got it, he yeah. He got it. The big sword. That's kind of exciting. Like, I didn't know that was a thing is that was going to happen. I mean, this was carried by a nine-foot-tall dude. Like, right. Is he even able to heft this thing? Or This kid throws rocks. He's the strongest he of the strong. He uses a slingshot to fucking knock a hole through a guy's head. Mm-hmm. And how strong do you have to be? Well, I, leverage I don't indicates really you don't really have to be as strong as right. I'm just a huge ass sword. So. I'm pretending for him. Oh, okay. He's right. he's so strong. He's the ancestor of Jesus. He's the strongest of the strong. <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna do, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So David escaped from Saul and went to King Ashish to Gath of Gath. Ashish of Gath. Okay. That king. Yeah. But the officers of Ashish were unhappy about his being there. Um, okay. isn't this David, the king of the land, they asked? Isn't he the one that people honor with, like, dances, what? Wait, singing? wait, they're referring to him as King, king. David? Yeah, yeah. Did I miss something <laughs> again? No, this whole book is full of whack. Okay. We covered this in our Saturday Q&A that... They're all out of order because they're two right. different stories. No, I get that. One that doesn't even fucking belong to him. I get that. But, like, mm -hmm. the last I knew at the dinner that mm -hmm. he was fleeing from, mm -hmm. Saul was still king, okay, wasn't he? Right. But keep in mind, keep in mind that um, per our Q&A on Saturday, yeah. um, there are two lands right now, remember? Right. And so... David is becoming king of the one while Saul is king of the other. Oh. And politically, they are trying to make... The the, oh. the writers are trying to make Saul look as evil and crazy as possible okay. to justify all of David's works. Okay. Does that make sense? No, but okay. Well, I mean, does it make sense? Yeah, I guess. Given that this book is but stupid and history is dumb. The way they're covering this is completely wrong. Like, no, it is. It is, totally. But... They, they've stuck stuff in and didn't bother to, to be like, but does it make sense, though? Right, right. Okay? So, anyway, they're like, isn't he the one the people honor with dances singing, Saul has killed his thousands and David has ten thousands? Yeah, they, they definitely did that. That is definitely the song they heard. Yep. David heard these comments and, oh, he was very afraid of what King Ashish of Gath might do to him. Wait, Why? Because he is in the land where they're like, wait, aren't you that one guy that um, they're singing praises for? And um, so Saul wants you dead? Okay. All right. So, you know, he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, 
that that's me. I, I'm yeah. still a little bit confused. I'm still confused. Just whatever. I'm just, I'm just, we're just gonna roll with it. Yeah, just whatever's happening. Just always remember that if we're at a part where David has already been made king, it's because he is being made to look awesome of the king of his land, and that Saul's horrible. If we are in a part where he hasn't been made king yet, it's because it's that other stupid story that they just tossed into whatever. Okay. okay? I'm still confused, but it's okay. Okay. So David pretended to be insane. <laughs> Scratching on doors and drooling down his beard. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> Finally, King Asia said to his men, must... Must you bring me a madman? Jesus Christ. We already have enough of them around here. Should I let someone like this be my fucking guest? The end. <laughs> I mean, come on, help a poor dude out, you know? He's lost his mind. This guy's bananas. Right? The fuck? He's got a giant sword and he's lost his mind. Man, he's <laughs> my cousin dick, dick off. off. <laughs> here go my foreskin. <laughs> Yeah, so um, that happened, and okay. he's acting nuts so that he can go on his merry way with his giant sword. I, yeah, I guess. But not a staff. Ah, uh, man. David got no staff. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is it's ridiculous. It's, this is ridiculous. It was a short chapter. It's a short chapter. Let's just roll with it. Yeah, I'm just going to make it to next week, and then maybe yep. we'll cover the same shit next week as we did this week and find out what the fuck they fucked up this week. So, right, right, right. That made sense, right? So that was First Samuel chapter 21. Made no sense whatsoever. Not at all. Yeah. Nope. And tomorrow we will probably be even more confused in right. First Samuel 22, chapter 22. Yeah. And I hope that I get to make those crazy sounds <laughs> yeah. again. That was fun. All right. Well, we'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Um, as I recall, I believe David had a really large sword he was hefting around, mm -hmm. and then he pretended to be crazy by drooling and stuff in front of people so that he didn't get killed. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Okay. All right. Yep. It was a really short chapter. It was super short. Yeah. All right. Um, so that was First Samuel chapter twenty one. Twenty one, and today we are doing First Samuel chapter twenty two. All right, and before we get into it, I do want to throw a shout out here because we just got a new Patreon subscriber. Who is it? His name is Kevin B. Kevin, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, we really appreciate your support, and and he did let us know that um, he was listening. He heard us. He got found out about. Bleh, I can't talk. Try again. Man, found out about us on Twitter. 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 Man, I'm having problems tonight. <laughs> Usually it's me. I know, right? Okay, so he found out about us on Twitter. Yeah, and uh, he said he had tried to read the Bible in the past, and it was boring. And, and you know, we're not boring. So there you go. We're anti-boring. I mean, that's what people say sometimes. So. Thanks, Kevin. I feel yeah. better now. Yeah. All right. So are we ready to go read some more Bible in we, a not boring way? Yes. All right. Let's go do this. Okay. Okay, First Samuel chapter twenty-two. Okay, um, we're continuing with his with uh, David's flight. With his flight, his fleeing. Is he still crazy? I guess I don't know. I, it's just the, there's no title chapter. Oh, chapter so title. it's continuing on from yeah. last yeah. tomorrow from yesterday. 
Jesus, I, are you here? I'm not. I'm not. I've got a lot of things in my brain right now. Okay, well, I've been I've been down. arguing on Twitter way too much today. Oh my god! Yeah, it's stop. a problem. It's a problem. Why do you do it? Because I, I can't stop. Sometimes it's like somebody's so wrong that they have to be you know righted, and then they can't be righted. So I'm like, I just can't stop. And I'm like, oh, and then I'm then I have to step back, and I'm like, okay, enough, enough. enough. I gotta enough. quit. I'm muting this motherfucker because they're stupid. Yes. So. That is the way. <laughs> <laughs> they can continue to comment all they want, but I'm done. I'm done. Well, I'm glad you're done with that guy. I'm done with that guy. All right. So we're continuing. Okay. So David left Gath and escaped to the cave of Adullam. They let the crazy guy escape with a fucking huge-ass sword and drooling? Yeah. Wow. They let him go. They were like, you too crazy. Get. Hmm. And so they he must ran not away. Have, must not have had, like, loony bins or whatever back then. Oh, my God. Oh, that's not the right. Yeah, sorry. Bad, bad terminology. Wow. Well, I it was it's I'm I was raised in the eighties. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. I apologize to everybody because that was wrong and bad. That was wrong and bad because I spent some time in one of those places I know. and we don't call them that. I I realized it as as I was, as I was saying it and that's I'm yeah I suck. You suck hard. I especially suck tonight because I can't even speak. So so not only are you saying rude shit but you're saying it very really badly. Yeah, yeah. Right. Just stop. I'm yeah. I'm just my gonna, man. I'm just gonna let you do the rest of the episode. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Anyways. Uh uh-uh. uh. Soon his brothers and all his other relatives joined him there in that oh. cave, the cave of Adullam. How did they know where to find him exactly? Did uh did Jonathan let him know? I don't know. Maybe Jonathan let him know. I would I That'd would probably be the only one guess that he, he's the only person that knew he was going, right? I mean, he didn't know specifically he was going to the cave of Adullam, so right. maybe he sent letters. I guess that could be. Maybe he hired some pigeons. There you go. Yeah. Then others began coming, men who were in trouble or in debt or who were just discontented. Mm. Until David was the captain of about 400 men. Wow. That is not just a few guys came. No, that's a lot. 400 guys were like, where's the crazy guy with the sword? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and nobody seemed to care, apparently. They're right. just like, oh, yeah, there's like 400 people up in that cave. I don't know what's going on. but Right. I mean, you would notice if 400 I mean, people I would were think over so, there yeah. by, the, by those caves. Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially if it all happened in like a short period of time. Like, you don't just miss 400 people just walking up to a cave, right? Right. I don't so. think. Later, David went to Mizpah in Moab. Moab? Where he asked the king... Please allow my father and mother to live here with you until I know what God is going to do for me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can you just take care of my folks? I have no fucking idea what's right. going on. Right. Apparently they're in danger, maybe. I would think. So. But he took them to fucking Moab. Yeah. Well, we That's... don't know what that means. At this, Like, there's different... They've been fighting or not fighting. or Like, Moab has always been kind of like... Ambivalent. They did fight him at one point, but not but really. But then they married them. Yeah. So... <laughs> It's been a weird relationship with them. I'm I'm just saying, like, when somebody says, I took my family to Moab, there's significance there. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's definitely outside of the realm of normal, like, Israelite territories. So, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So David's parents stayed in Moab with the king during the entire time David was living in his stronghold. Cave. Cave. <laughs> One day, the prophet Gad told David, leave the stronghold and return to the land of Judah. Okay. So David went to the forest of Harith. Okay. Okay, that's the end of that little section. Got it. Okay? Yep. So now we're in the next part of the chapter, which is called Saul Kills the Priests of Nob. Oh, shit. You are a knob. (laughs) (laughs) What? I I just felt like you're trying to make a stupid joke, and then it was really dumb. Yes. Okay. That is exactly what happened. And then I called you out on it on top of that, so sorry. Fuck you. The news of his arrival in Judah soon reached Saul. Yeah, well, how could it not? Right, yeah. 
At the time, the king was sitting beneath the tamarisk tree on the hill at Gibeah, Gibeah, you know, the tamarisk tree, yeah. holding a spear and surrounded by his officers. If Saul was holding a spear, I would not be you around see, him yeah. because no. he, he is a throw spear-throwing motherfucker. Yeah, no. Get the guy like a spear dartboard or something. Be like, dude, oh. just throw it at that. Remember when and they used to have those lawn dart things? Yeah, they banned and that shit out of that. You know why? Because people were kids no, dying. One kid died, so they they oh. got rid of them. But yet, how many kids die in school shootings, and we can't get guns out? Right. Yeah. Right. I kind of liked lawn darts. I thought it was a cool idea. It is a cool idea, except that you know they're fucking dangerous. Right. But as are darts in yeah. general. I mean, yeah. If you stand in front of a dartboard while somebody's throwing darts, that's not a good idea. How about if we just don't throw darts? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You could make plastic lawn. I'm sure maybe there's plastic lawn darts. There probably are. There probably are. I mean, there's plastic darts. Right. For that matter. Yeah. So. Listen here, you men of Benjamin, Saul shouted to his officers when he heard the news. Has that son of Jesse promised every one of you fields and vineyards? Has he <laughs> promised to make you all generals and captains in his army? Is that why you have conspired against me? Probably not. For not one of you told me when my own son made a solemn pact with the son of Jesse. You're not even sorry for me. <laughs> Think of it, my own son encouraging him to kill me as he is trying to do this very day. Did anybody know that his son made that pact? Because it was a pretty secret thing, I thought, at the time. Um, or maybe they found out afterwards. They probably found out afterwards, but nobody, like, told. Somebody fucking told him. Somebody told Because he knows now. <laughs> right, right. I mean, okay, it could be a thing where he, like, asked his son, Jonathan, go get that guy. And yeah. Jonathan maybe told him himself, like, Dad, it's true because Jonathan's being... kind of been upfront about, like, dude, yeah. no, that's not cool. Like, Dad, Dad, you need to chill the fuck out. He's right. actually a really nice guy, yeah. and you keep trying to kill him, and then you try to kill me. Right. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I made a pact to this guy. He's my friend. Stupid. Right. So also, he married your daughter. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Remember and how he was he's on good? his side too. Yeah. So. Maybe think about your stance I'm, here. I'm thinking that probably Jonathan told his dad himself about okay. the pact. All right. I mean, maybe Jonathan, maybe when he didn't have a dart or a <laughs> dart, maybe when he didn't have a spear around, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, put your spear down so we could chat. Right. Yeah. Then Doeg and oh, I'm sorry. Then Doeg the Edomite, who was standing with Saul's men, spoke up. When I was at Nob, he said, "I saw the son of Jesse talking to the priest Ahimelech of Ahitub." Oh. You, you, you tattle, you, just, you, you bootlicker. You got that guy in trouble, man. You bootlicker. And get him killed. Ahimelech consulted the Lord for him. Then he gave him food. Oh, man. And the sword of Goliath the Philistine. Shit. God. He's going to end up with a spear through his you ass. You are a big-ass tattleteller. <laughs> King Saul immediately sent for Ahimelech and all his family who served as priests at oh, Nob. Oh, man. Motherfucker. Man. Don't tell. Can I kill him and his family? Yeah. Don't tell. What's going on here? Don't tell that guy secrets. I right? tell ya. Yeah. This guy's a dick. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and I feel bad because, like, earlier on I said I thought he was all right compared mm -hmm. to Samuel, actually. Yeah. Like, Samuel was kind of being a dick and this guy was, like, doing the right thing. Saul was doing. Samuel mm -hmm. was being a dick and you like Saul and now you're like, fuck Saul? Oh, yeah. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And, and now I'm like, no, this guy's, he's, but it, that was a different story, too, so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Who even knows? know what to think. Power corrupts. Right. When they arrived, Saul shouted at him, Listen to me, you king of he... You... Not king. <laughs> My God. Let me start over. Yeah, sure. Listen to me, you son of a heatub. Son uh, king. What is it, my king? Well, because the word king was under yeah, I gotcha. it. And I just transposed right, the words. Right, right. 
Uh, what is it, my king? Ahimelech asked. Why have you and the son of Jesse conspired against me? Saul commanded. Yeah, you demanded. Fuckers. He demanded. He didn't demanded. command. He commanded an answer, but he demanded this question. Got it. Got okay. it. Yeah. Why did you give him food and a sword? Why have you consulted God for him? Why have you encouraged him to kill me as he is trying to do to this very day? Well, he's a prophet, right? That's kind of his job. Okay, but wait. He's not trying to kill you. He's trying right. to get the fuck away from you killing him. Yeah. You are a spear-throwing motherfucker. Yeah, when, I never heard anything about um, David, David never conspiring threw, to kill Saul. Yeah, David never tried to kill Saul. All he did was play a fucking harp for you, dude. Yeah. Like, come on now. Uh, but sir, Ahimelech replied, is anyone among all your servants as faithful as David, your son-in-law? Why, he is the captain of your bodyguard and a finely honored member of your household. This was certainly not the first time I had consulted God for him. Right. May the king not accuse me and my family in this matter, for I knew nothing at all of any plot against you. Right. Yeah, that's a good, fair response. Because there approve. wasn't a fucking plot against him. Right. Exactly. he's the only one plotting to kill anybody. So Ahimelech's like, my guy, what the fuck? Right. You will surely die, Ahimelech, along with your entire family, the king shouted. Because he's fucking an asshole. Because he's nuts. Right. And he ordered his bodyguards, kill these priests of the Lord, for they are allies and conspirators with David. Let me just repeat what he just said there for a second. Right, right. Kill these priests of the Lord. Yeah. That sounds like a bad plan. You're going to have your guys kill priests of the Lord that you are serving. You are serving the Lord? I don't, I don't know how prominent God was at this particular time in Israel, but like if you're one of these guys, if you're one of these guys that like is being asked to kill the priests, Mm -hmm. don't you be like, I don't know, man. Like, uh, you got that spear there. I'm gonna just sit this one out. Is that cool? I would be. I don't want to die, so like, I don't know what to do here. But like, I would be backing out of the room slowly and be like, oh, I just gotta call my wife's in labor. Oh man, explosive diarrhea, man. I gotta go. (laughs) I'm out. They knew he was running away from me, but they didn't tell me. But Saul's rem- Saul's men refused to kill the Lord's priests. Oh, nice. Well, good on them. And they didn't even claim diarrhea or wife and labor. I get the impression. I get the impression that that Saul's not very uh, popular right now. I could see why. Like, he's. I think everybody's kind of recognizing he's gone off the deep end. Yeah. Then the king said to Doeg, "You do it." So Doeg the Edomite turned on them and killed them that day. 85 priests in all, still wearing their priestly garments. 85? Yeah. One dude gives some dude, some guy a bread, some bread and a sword, and he kills 85 fucking mm-hmm. priests? Mm-hmm. Wow. Then he went to Nob, the town of the priests, and killed the priest's families. Men and women, children and babies, and all the cattle, donkeys, sheep, and goats. Wow, fuck this guy. And God let it happen, because he is non-existent and a yeah, piece of shit. like, wouldn't you... Yeah, God totally had the power to stop this because he's mm-hmm. hardened people's hearts. He's he's made people have the power of the Lord mm-hmm. and rise up to be, defeat people. Yeah. And he did none of that right here. No, no. He's just like, whatever. Right. If he even knows. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> he ain't even paying attention. Maybe it's outside of that little circle where everything happened in the Middle East. Maybe they, right, maybe they went right. too far. They went too far afield. His, his radar was a little out of tune at that point. I didn't see that cave. <laughs> <laughs> Only Abiathar, one of the sons of Ahimelech, escaped and fled to David. Ah. When he told David that Saul had killed all the priests of the Lord, yeah. David exclaimed, I fucking knew it. When I saw Doeg the Edomite there that day, I knew he was sure to tell Saul. Now I have caused the death of all your father's family. Oh, that's sad. I'm glad that he's like, 
that he's, was on me. Yeah. I'm so sorry. He's empathetic. He's, yeah. You know, he cares. He's a nice guy. I mean, so far. Yeah. Yeah. Till he gets in <laughs> right, charge. Right, right. Yeah. Stay here with me and don't be afraid. I will protect you with my own life for the same person now wants to kill us both. The end. Yeah. You can hide with me. Yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say other than Saul's a dick and David seems all right and, you know, whatever. I'm and, sure David will be worse later, but... Now, maybe not. It's like you said, they're trying to portray him after as, the fact as like this as a good guy. monumentally wonderful person, right? So, and and that's why there's multiple stories. I'm assuming, mm-hmm. like you know, if we delved into this even greater, I'm sure it would be even more prominent as to why those two stories exist, right? But yeah, I, I just uh, I don't know what to say other than uh, Saul's a dick and David's David's all right. So, I mean, according to this, yes. so far, yeah, yeah. and and God's a dick because he let people he let 85 fucking priests die. In his his priests of his own, like these were the Lord's priests. Right. I gotta kind of wonder what happened to uh, to the uh, guys that refused to kill the priests. Right. They didn't cover that, but I you know to... we're talking about Saul here, and I have to believe that Saul didn't let that just slide. Yeah. So unless they were like, uh, I lost my sword. <laughs> right. 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 Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm just not feeling it. But maybe Saul's not wanting to get rid of any soldiers that are still willing to follow him, though, either. Because, right. like, you know, they're he's kind still of still there. Right. They're just not willing to kill priests. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you do? You know? I don't know. I mean, that's the ultimate. Do you obey orders even when you know they're wrong? Like, kind of like if you're one of the cops in Uvalde and your boss is telling you don't storm the school, do you follow those orders or? Do you buck orders like it turns out a couple of the cops did and go into the school anyway? I guess you kind of have to weigh consequences, right? What's yeah. the worst consequence that could happen versus the the outcome that you could it's not, um, affect? It's not just the consequences. It's what can you sleep with at night? Well, and, and the outcome that you can affect. If, you're, if your death is going to mean nothing in the end of it, like, okay, let's just say this. You have a family that you take care of, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say that if you don't kill this these priests... You're going to die, and your family's going to die, and somebody else is still going to kill the priests, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you should kill the priests, but at the same time, the consequences for the person that's going to die remain the same, and your consequences get worse. Your family dies, and you die on top of it. Okay, so if you were told you have to go kill these people, children, right. everything, whatever, yeah, right? or... We're going to kill your family. Would you I, be able to I do it? I don't think I could do it. But at the same time, if we're being like logical about it, logically, someone else is going to do it. Right. But that's what I'm saying. It's not just a matter of weighing the consequences. It's also a matter of what you can sleep with at night, what you can deal with in the depths of your soul. I don't think I could deal with it. I think what I would probably do if I thought I was going to die for saying no is I would try to fucking kill Saul. Right. Because at least I can do something. Right. You know? And maybe then my family doesn't die. Right. You know? I, I, I don't know. I, I guess that it's <laughs> it's a really tough situation to be in overall. I mean, a lot of Germans claimed after the fact, I was just following orders. Right. But I don't have as much empathy for them because they're, they could have what could they have? not been as cruel. There, there's many Some of them were more enthusiastic than others. Right, right. No, I, I think that's... that's. I suppose it depends on what you... Like, there was people that worked behind the scenes against Hitler in the, his ranks, too. Right. It depends on what you did with your time 
in what and who you were serving and how you were serving it. Right, that's you know, true. So I mean, and I'm not saying. And some people were just grunts. They they were the ones fetching the water for the troops or something. Like, how do you how do you be mad at that person when their alternative was to piss off Hitler? I don't know. That's the question I'm no, asking. No, it's though, a it's is, a hard question. Right, it's a, it's right. a really hard question. Well, and then there's the um, the sympathetic murder where you see somebody is in a lot of pain. You know that their pain is going to continue, and so you put them out of their misery by killing them quick. Sure. Or killing them so that um, they aren't tortured into giving up information. Yeah, I mean they. Yeah, no, I mean that definitely. You, it, yes, that that is definitely something that could be in, enacted if you stayed in in those horrible situations. You could make it better than it would have been. Right. So, and that's that's horrible to say, but you know, no, it's it's, it's just a question again of what you can live with and what you can do. What's the best good that you can do when there is no good to be done? Right, right. All right, well, we're not going to solve the world's dilemmas tonight on this uh, this episode, I don't think. No, I just so. I didn't want to, like, feel too sorry for those yeah. um, that were still following Saul, but nor did I want to throw him under the bus entirely. Right, I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, I, I think that's one of those ongoing... Philosophical debates. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's something that's been talked about since I... As long as I can remember, so, I right. mean... I'm sure it's been going on for a long time, people thinking those thoughts. So Right. There we are thinking those thoughts. Here we are. All right. Well, now we've rambled on way too long again, as always. <laughs> I'm sure somebody will call us out on it. Well, that's what we do. Yeah. And, you know, if you don't I mean, like it. You guys it, could have turned it off like 10 minutes ago and still heard the whole fucking you thing. You know what? I blame you. Yeah, it's all your fucking fault. I blame you. <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Yeah, all right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow. Wait, no, that was Samuel. First Samuel. Chapter Samuel 22. chapter 22. Tomorrow we are doing... 1 Samuel chapter 23. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? I don't really remember what happened with the Bible. I do remember, mostly because I've got something in my mind, but I remember something that we talked about yesterday, and that was whether or not... You should follow the crowd and do what they say or stand up and against the grain and, and fight against what's wrong, right? Um, that was something that you and I yeah, discussed. We, we yeah, we went on at length about that. Yeah. I, I only bring it up because I just saw on Twitter today this guy that is, um, I, I don't even know how to describe it, but hate, 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 hate. And he is a Christian pastor, preacher, whatever the fuck he is, don't really give a shit. But he advocated shooting LGBTQIA plus in the back of the head legally. He wants them to be illegal to be that way. And then we prosecute them and shoot them in the back of the head. And uh, I've, I've just kind of had it with these fucking assholes that are um, saying things like this and justifying it by the Bible. They're fucking terrorists. They're fucking awful. And I hate them. That's all. Wow. Tell me how you really feel. That's really how I feel. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what happened uh, yesterday in the Bible? <laughs> so anyway, um, yesterday, and I agree with you, obviously, yeah, completely. Obviously. Right. Um, yesterday, David escaped to a cave, and then um, uh, Saul was saying, "Go kill him," and a bunch of the soldiers were like, "But maybe not, though." Right. But then they went ahead and killed a bunch of priests. Yeah, like eighty-five of them, right? Yeah, and one and then escaped. One escaped, and David's like, "You can hide with me. We'll be friends forever." Right. I'll protect you. Yeah. All right, and that was uh, 1 Samuel chapter 22, and today we are doing... 1 Samuel chapter 23. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie.
Okay. First Samuel chapter 23. Okay. And this section is called David in the Wilderness. But because you were just railing about um, LGBTQ being persecuted by yeah. a church, yeah. it made me think of um, the musical called um, Be More Chill. Yeah. And the song from it, Michael in the Bathroom. And this is David in the Wilderness. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Okay. Not at all the same, but that's where my brain went. Yeah. not. So. I mean, I don't get it, but I get it because well, I know you. Yeah. So and that's the only reason. It's based on a book and it's really good. You guys should read it. And um, if you have an opportunity to watch the musical, it's really good. Yeah, what wife said. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry. Okay, so anyway, David is in the wilderness. He's much in the like, wilderness. Much like all of the uh, uh, Israelites were at one time. In the wilderness of Zen, weren't they? Something like that. I think it was. Pretty sure. Zen, not Zen. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right? Like Some... Zinfandel, not peace. Sure. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so one day news came to David that the Philistines were at Kyla stealing grain from the threshing floors. Fuckers. God damn it. Why Why are they always stealing that grain from the threshing floor? That's where you're supposed to party. Yeah. And that's where you're supposed to um Didn't sleep, they talk to Ruth? I mean, no, not Ruth. Be, sleep at what the was, foot of somebody's bed. What was the girl's name? Was it Ruth? It, it was, was Ruth. It was Ruth. Yeah. 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 Or Naomi. Ruth can tell him what threshing floors are for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she can. <laughs> <laughs> David asked the Lord, should I go and attack him? Yes, go and save Kyla. Kyla. I-, I pronounced it wrong. Whatever okay. the Lord told him. You know, God answers a lot of people with specific things back then. Like, Sometimes. He's like, should I go attack them? Yes. Like, Absolutely. 100%. Go. Do you know what I've, I've, I've never heard of God actually talking to someone and telling them what to do? Exactly. Not once. Not once. And if they did, they're probably, you know, not quite okay. Or they, or made, they it made it up. Or they made it up, yeah. More likely they made it right. up. Right, yeah. I always feel the presence of God. Yeah, what does that mean? I, had I a wish friend, I knew. I had a friend tell me that. I feel the presence of God and I feel sorry for you that you don't. And I'm like, I don't really want to talk about it because I don't want to hear your bullshit. But I do want to. What the fuck does that mean? I kind of feel scared for them that they do. Like, what? what is it like to have a presence? What is like, I don't, I don't get it. What is the, were you just like really happy one day? Because, you know, there's medication that can induce that feeling. <laughs> is it like when the wind blows? Is that what it is? Everywhere like maybe? Because the... that happens okay. a lot, the wind blowing. You know what? We went out to dinner tonight yeah. and I had the most delicious food. It and was I great. was really happy. But I wouldn't say I felt the presence of the Lord. What I felt was satiated by delicious food and a great 80s soundtrack in the background. Yeah. And a really nice weight staff and an excellent Mai Tai. Right. Generally, there's a logical explanation as to why things are going good or bad. Yeah. And you can attribute it to things that are happening in your life or not happening in your life. You know, yeah. like that's generally just, how I it was goes. happy. Is that what they mean? I feel the presence of the Lord. No, bitch, you were happy. You were happy. Well, Unless it was something else. What is it? Tell me. They don't fucking know. We know this because we've talked to enough people at this point that are like, yeah, it's all bullshit. Okay. So it's just, it's bullshit. Okay. Well. Yeah, they're, they're telling themselves that this thing that they're feeling is the Lord, but it's not the Lord. It's just a fucking feeling. It's got to be like above and beyond happy. Or above and beyond sad. Like if God is, you know... Um, mad at you, you know, you can see, you can see it the other way too. If you know, it, it's just a matter of how you interpret your life. Basically, I could believe that you know the lamp in front of me is you know causing me to have bad juju, but you know it's not. So <laughs> it's just missing a light bulb. So, yeah, that's, that's it. That's all. 
But David's men said, mm, we're afraid even here in Judah, we certainly don't want to go to Kila to fight the whole Philistine fucking army. Yeah, that'd be, yeah. I don't blame them. Right. So David asked the Lord again, and again the Lord replied, go to Kila, for I will help you conquer the Philistines. Mm, huh? Yeah. Okay, okay. So David and his men went to Kila. That's Kyla. all it took. Just yeah. David talking to God one more time, and he's yeah. like, guys... God's with us, man. Yeah, we're we're going to go. I'm sorry, but you have to. Right. They slaughtered the Philistines and took all their livestock and rescued the people of Keilah. Well, there you go. God must be real, right? I guess. <laughs> now, when Abiathar, that was the Heidi guy, uh -huh. yeah. son of Ahimelech, 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 <laughs> fled to David at Keilah, he brought the ephod with him. I'm so the happy ephod. he brought the ephod, yeah. The ephod. Right. Saul... You know, Looney Tunes spear-throwing yep. motherfucker right, yeah. who called his own son a stupid son of a whore. Yeah. Soon learned that David was at Kyla. Good! He exclaimed. We've got him now. God has handed him over to me for he has trapped himself in a walled town! Exclamation point. I kind of doubt it. I kind of doubt it. I bet, I, bet right. I bet he's wrong. I bet you're right. Because there's, there's some David coming up, you know? Right, yeah. So Saul mobilized his entire army to march to Kyla and besiege David and his men. But David learned of Saul's plan and told Abiathar, the priest, to bring the ephod and ask the Lord what he should do. Mm -hmm. Then David prayed, Oh, Lord, God of Israel, I have heard that Saul is planning to come and destroy Kyla because I am here. Will the leaders of Kyla betray me to him? And will Saul actually come as I have heard? Oh, Lord, God of Israel, please tell me. I have a question. Mm -hmm. If God is on, you know, David's side, right? And that's mm -hmm. what we're supposed to assume here, right? I guess. Okay. Um, why did he have to find out that they were coming through some other means other than God? Wouldn't God have been like, why hey, didn't, dude, why didn't God they're just coming, man. Tell him, or even better, why didn't God just bowl them down? Right. He could have stopped them. He could have just, like, he made them really tired. And he could have <laughs> turned their heart. He could have turned their heart. But, I mean, yeah. He could have just put some, like, honey in their way, and they just stopped and eat See? the honey. Yeah. You know? And the Lord said, he will come. Okay, so Ooh. he's not going to stop him. He's on his way. Again, David asked, will the leaders of Kyla betray me and my men to Saul? Probably. And the Lord replied, yeah, they will betray you. <laughs> Boy, they're going to betray you. <laughs> we ain't going to make this easy on you. No, Shit, no. man. So David and his men, about 600 of them now, left Kyla and began roaming the countryside. Oh. Roaming. Okay. It doesn't sound very scurryish. That sounds like... There's wandering around. We're just going to go this way, and now we're going to go that way. Right. I see right. a path over here. There's a nice bridge with a reflection of flowers yeah, over there. Yeah. yeah. Word soon reached Saul that David had escaped. So he didn't. <laughs> escaped, because, you know, he, he wasn't like. He wasn't there guarding them. He escaped right. from nobody holding them captive. Yeah. Okay. So he didn't go to Kyla after all. It, he, Saul was like, oh man, he got away. He couldn't have gone, like, okay. I didn't get there fast enough. He but got away. You don't, you uh, you can't track <laughs> an army of, like, 400 people? Apparently not. 600. I would think, six, 600. I'm sorry, 600. You can't track 600 people? Because I would think they would make a mark in the ground where they're, you know, trampling over shit. That would be pretty easy to follow. Maybe Especially for people so, that are, you know, used to that. Maybe it's so deserty. I just don't buy it. <laughs> I don't. I don't buy it at all. I mean, there's going to be some piss and shit. Yeah, exactly. These At boys the very go least, on a they're going to toss their, you know, chicken bones down or whatever the hell they got their with them. Soda cans and yeah, water bottles. Exactly. <laughs> Dorito bags. <laughs> <laughs> David now stayed in the strongholds of the wilderness and in the hill country of Ziph. Saul hunted him day after day, but God didn't let Saul find him. 
Mm, okay. Oh, okay. So he was hunting them. Okay. Okay. I thought he had just given up. No, he was hunting, no, he and did, God did. was like, "No, go over there." <laughs> right. Hey, Saul, don't go this way. <laughs> One day near Horesh, David received the news that Saul was on the way to Ziph to search for him and kill him. Mm, okay. You know Ziph. Yeah, that place. Jonathan, you know Saul's son, mm-hmm. David's lover. <laughs> right. Went to find David and encouraged him to stay strong in his faith of in God. So Jonathan was able to find mm-hmm. David, but his dad couldn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't be afraid, Jonathan assured him. My father will never find you. You are going to be the king of Israel, and I will be next to you. Mm. E- even though I found you. As my father Saul is well aware. Uh, is he well aware of that? Because he seems like he's trying to stop it with everything he's got. But my daddy knows how much I love you. What does it say that? No. Oh. It just says, I will be next to you as my father, okay. Saul, is well aware. Well, no, I was just checking because, like, the way you said it, it sounded like something like you were reading that. So. No, because I was just being, I was being Jonathan to your argument. Got it. I was like, no, no, my daddy knows how much I love you and I'm going to be right next to you. Got it. Yeah. I'm going right. to be right there with you, man. Yeah. So the two of them mm-hmm, renewed their solemn pact before the Lord. I bet they did. I bet they did. <laughs> then Jonathan returned home while David stayed at Horesh. But okay. now the men of Ziph went to Saul and Gibeah, Gibeah, sorry, and betrayed David to him. Oh. We know where David is hiding, they said. Wow. He is in the strongholds of Horesh on the hill of Hekelah. Which is in the southern part of Jeshimon. Okay. They're sing I would think, well, I would think that he would know, like, all you gotta do is name the place, right? Yeah. They're, it's not that big of a fucking area. The tree. He's gonna know. <laughs> yeah, when you know specific trees and wells, yeah. you don't have to name, it's this city and this valley by this yeah. fucking road thing, whatever, and there's a right. rock there. Come down whenever you're ready, O king, and we will catch him and hand him over to you. No, that's what they're saying. Oh. They, and, and, I'm reading that. Okay. No, I know. I just... The sing-songy thing. Yeah, because they're like, nanny, nanny, boo, boo, Got we it. found him. Ha, okay. ha, 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 Right. We're, we're betraying him. Got it. You know? Yeah. The Lord bless you, Saul said. At last, someone is concerned about me. <laughs> Go and check again to be sure of where he is staying. And wait, 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 wait. You're going to check again instead mm-hmm. of just going. Yeah. Like, you haven't been able to find this dude. You're going to give him more leeway to get lost. Did you ever watch 80s cartoons oh, and yeah. movies? Yeah. What are they renowned for? James Bond movies. What are they renowned Spilling for? Filling out the whole fucking plan before they, yeah. you know, and then giving the person a chance to get away. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they tie him up, and instead of just fucking shooting him, they leave him over a thing of alligators. Well, I guess you know? at least they come by it naturally. It's in yeah, the Bible. So, it's in the Bible. You know. So it's all still going off, okay? Yep. He's saying, someone's finally concerned about me. Go and check again to be sure of where he's staying and who has seen him there. Yeah. For I know that he is very crafty. That <laughs> that walking motherfucker who walks. Whenever I hear the word crafty, I think of the Beastie Boys song. That girl is crafty. I can't, I can't think of what That she's, girl is crafty? Yeah, something like that. I, can't, I, can't, it's, I don't know. It's in the back of my head right I now. I don't know I uh, their lyrics very well. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I can't do intergalactic, justice. planetary, right, planetary, right. intergalactic. <laughs> That's the only one I know. <laughs> Discover his hiding places, Saul continued, and come back when you are sure. Then I'll go with you. And if he is at the area, and if he is in the area to, at all, I'll track him down, even if I have to search every hiding place in Judah. Yeah. So he's saying, you track him down. And then I'll go track him down. Okay. That's literally what he's saying. Yeah, it seems like a waste of time and energy, Mm -hmm. you know? So the men of Ziph returned home ahead of Saul. 
Meanwhile, okay. David and his men had moved into the wilderness of Mayon, <laughs> like mayonnaise, in the Araba Valley, south of Jeshimon. So they moved again. They did. Okay. They did. Yeah. When David heard that Saul and his men were searching for him. They left. He went even farther into the wilderness to the Great Rock. The Great Rock. You know, the Great Rock. Yeah, totally. The Great One. Not the mediocre rock. No, the Great One. Not the Little Rock. Yeah. (laughs) Little Rock. (laughs) Not Plymouth Rock. No. Not Hard Rock. Not Fraggle Rock. Not Fraggle Rock. (laughs) (laughs) The Great Rock. Right. Okay. And he remained there in the wilderness of Mayan. But Saul (laughs) kept after him in the wilderness. Okay. Saul and David were now on opposite sides of a mountain. Oh. Dang. Hello. Do you think they could see oh, each other? Oh. Or are they like circling without being able to see each other? Round and round the mulberry mountain. Right. The monkey chased the weasel. The yeah. monkey stopped to pull up his socks. Pop goes the weasel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just as Saul and his men began to close in on David and his men, an urgent message reached Saul that the Philistines were raiding Israel again. Oh, shit. Aww, Not that. You better They get saw home. that you're over there focusing on this. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this is a good time to attack. Yeah, because you're stupid. Right. You're concentrating on this one guy for no fucking reason. Yeah. So Saul quit chasing David. He did not pop the weasel. He returned to fight the Philistines. Damn, he was so close. He was right there on the other side of the fucking mountain, man. Yeah. Ever since that time, the place where David was camped has been called... The Rock of Escape. <laughs> the Rock of Escape. There's, there goes that uh, that ingenious naming thing that they have in the Bible again. This is the Rock of Escape. Oh, these are the Rocks of Escape. They are big on rocks, you know? We like love Markers us some rocks. are always rocks and piles of rocks and giant rocks and the great rocks and. You know, there's just so many fucking rocks. Let's get, let's get, let's get, let's get rocked. You'd think that after a while you'd start losing track of all the fucking rocks and be like, which rock are we talking about again? Is it that rock or this rock or the great rock or the fucking stupid rock or which rock is it? Sing another rock song. No. Why? Because I don't want to. You're making me do all the rocks. Yeah, I... We will, we will rock you, you know? We will, we will rock you. Yeah, that. Remember when our child was little? Yeah, that was the first Google search they ever did. Was the lyrics to, we will, we will and that rock is you. definitely a, our generation thing for our kids. Like, who, like, they used to remember when we first walked when we were younger and, like, when we talked and all that kind of crap and, and what, what, what do we remember? We remember the first fucking Google search. Yep, yep. It's crazy. Yeah. But you know what? I have to, I have to toot my own horn here just a little bit because... At the time, it was like 2008, maybe, Mm -hmm. 2009, and I had our computer hooked up to our TV, and it was like the first Google Chrome. Like, Mm -hmm. I was so impressed with myself, and Mm -hmm. the kids were pretty impressed, too. They were, they were. Like, wow, computer on TV, didn't know that was possible, and I'm like, yeah. And then they came out with these little fucking disks here in the last few years, and I'm like, god damn it, showing me up. I had that invented years ago. Now, how old was our kid when they did the Google search? I would say four, four or five. five, maybe. Yeah. 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 I mean, In pretty young. Like, I didn't even know they could fucking type, so. <laughs> <laughs> and what's really funny is, I mean, how old is that fucking song? And... So in the 2000s, our kid was looking that song up. Yeah, yeah, that That's was great. Hilarious. I love it. Still one of their favorite bands, too. Yeah, yeah. So. So Saul quit chasing David. Oh, yeah, and um, that place where he camped has been called the Rock of Escape. Right. 
David then went to live in the strongholds of Engedi, the end. Okay. All right. Not so, a lot happening here. Just no, a lot just, of running and hiding. Yeah, and then and betraying the, and another rock named escaping. named rock. Yeah. Yep. So I guess uh, that was anti. David gets to live another day. No spear is going to end up through his gut today. So that was just so anticlimactic. Yeah. Well, you know, you can't have excitement all the way through the Bible. I know. Shit. It's better than those fucking chapters where they were naming all the fucking. People you know that what? were married to this person and had these kids and yada, yada, the yada. The gadapotamus. Fuck. Yeah, it's or true. Or the ark or any of that shit. Yeah, no pomegranates for me. Boring it's true. as fuck. It's true. I will take this um, any day. chase around the mountain and the great rock of escape. At least it's a story. It's true. It's yep. true. You're right. All right. So that was um, 1 Samuel chapter 23. And tomorrow we will be back for 1 Samuel chapter 24. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Um, do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, I remember that Saul chased David to a mountain, then turned around because they were getting attacked back at home. By the Philistines. By the Philistines, that's right. Do you remember what David's great rock was called? Uh, was it the great rock? Of escape. Of, oh, yeah. Sorry. I got part of it. I mean, I, I got two of the three words. Well, I uh, mean, rock. it was the oh, great no, rock, two but of the four words. it was called the rock of escape. Right. Not the Great Rock. Oh, shit. Well, I suck then. So. But it was a rock of something. The Rock of Ages. <laughs> we did that last time. I know. I know. So that's what happened. And it was a pretty short chapter, so. Yeah. And uh, that was what? Chapter? First Samuel chapter 23. So we're about to read First Samuel chapter 24. All right. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, 1 Samuel chapter 24. Okay. David spares Saul at En Gedi. David spares Saul? Yeah. Oh, so David's like, fuck this running shit. I'm going to go... Getcha. I'm going to go get him. But then, but the then An- I'm going to spare him, apparently. Do you know who Ann Geddes is? Uh, yeah. Yeah. She's that photographer that... That's what I thought. Cause those it's like, flower baby pictures. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But it it's not... He's not sparing Saul at the... And Getty's photographs. He's right. Sparing Saul I didn't at the think so. And Getty. Right. Which has nothing to do with And Getty. Well, And Getty, And Getty's. I just. It's. Yeah. That's They've what it some, made me think of. Similar letters in there. Look, sometimes things spark something else in my brain, and that's what mm-hmm. happens, and then I spit it out. Sure. And that's what the people want to hear. <laughs> that was, that's what they want to hear. <laughs> that's what they want to hear. Random bullshit tied together. That's all this podcast is, is random <laughs> bullshit tied together. The fuck? Okay. After Saul returned from fighting the Philistines, he was told that David had gone into the wilderness of En Gedi. Okay. So Saul chose 3,000 elite troops from all Israel mm-hmm. and went to search for David and his men near the rocks of the wild goats. The rocks of the wild goats. I bet they named them because there was wild goats near those rocks. Well, it's not... An all capitalized thing, like it's not, it's not the official. The rocks of the wild goat. Oh, okay. It's just you know near some rocks where some wild goats were. Oh, okay. Is all, all right. they mean. Fair enough. Yeah. At the place where the road passes some sheep folds, Saul went into a cave to relieve himself. To take a piss. He peed in a cave. <laughs> he couldn't. Like, they're literally the Bible's covering Saul taking a piss in a cave. Well, it explains why he went into the cave. Okay. He didn't just go into 
Like, I wonder what's in this cave. Sure. He, he went in with a specific pee purpose. Got it. Got it. Okay. But as it happened, David and his men were hiding farther back in that very cave. Oh, damn. Now's your opportunity, David's men whispered to him. Mm. Today, the Lord is telling you, I will certainly put your enemy into your power to do with as you wish. Huh. So David crept forward and cut off a piece of the hem of Saul's robe. Wow. But then David's conscience conscience began bothering him because he had cut Saul's robe. <laughs> it bothered him because he cut his fucking robe? Yeah. He said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do this to my lord the king. I shouldn't attack the Lord's anointed one, for the Lord himself has chosen him. The Lord himself told you to attack him. No, the oh, wait, guys no, 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 that's said not true. that the Lord that's, said that. That's not true. That's not true. The guys are saying, like, surely if he's here pissing, like, he's all by himself. There's nobody around him. He He's easy pickings. Right. Surely that is the Lord telling us, get him. Got it. Got it. Okay. And David's like, I don't think it works that, that way. Okay. Know? All right. So David restrained his men and did not let them kill the pissing Saul. Was he, like, drunk or something? Because how do you not notice somebody coming up with a sword and cutting a piece of fucking clothing off it of you? It was the giant's sword, so right. maybe it was special make, magic powers? But the giant's sword, make, to me, makes it less fucking, Look, you know... Look, I'm just putting this out there. Likely that they know. didn't see it. I, you know what? Pickpockets get away with an awful lot that supposedly you would never feel them pick in your pocket. No okay? right. I don't know how this works, but maybe it's something similar. I'm sure God made him extra stealthy. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Okay. After Saul had left the cave and gone on his way, David came out and shouted after him, My Lord, the King! And when yeah. Saul looked around, David bowed low before him. Okay. Then he shouted to Saul, Why do you listen to the people who say I am trying to harm you? This very day, you can see with your own eyes it isn't true. For the Lord placed you at my mercy back there in the cave. Some of my men told me to kill you, but I spared you. For I said, I will never harm the king. He is the Lord's anointed one. This has never had anything to do with him wanting to, um, thinking that other people, that he was going to kill him. It had to do with him being jealous of right, David. Right, because he's cuckoo and, and now that he's uh, one-upped him in not once killing again, him, once again, he's going to yeah. be even more fucking jealous, that's in my opinion. I, that's what I would think. Look, my father, at what I have done. It is a piece of the hem of your robe. I cut it off, but I didn't kill you. Yeah. This proves that I am not trying to harm you and that I have not sinned against you, even though you have been hunting for me to kill me. May the Lord judge between us. Perhaps the Lord will punish you for what you are trying to do to me, but I will never harm you. Hmm. I, yeah, okay. As that old proverb says, continues David, from evil people come evil deeds. So you can be sure I will never harm you because, you know, I ain't fucking evil. I thought it was going to be the same. Even Saul prophets? What was it? Even (laughs) Even, Saul's a prophet? Even Saul's a prophet. Yeah, yeah. Who is the king of Israel trying to catch anyway? Should he spend his time chasing one who is as worthless as a dead dog or a single flea? May the Lord therefore judge which of us is right and punish the guilty one. He is my advocate and he will rescue me from your power. Okay. When David had finished speaking, Saul called back, Is that really you, my son David? Then he began to cry. 
<laughs> what? Oh my God. What? He'd been chasing him all over creation trying to kill him. And he said oh. to David, <laughs> You are a better man than I am, for you have repaid me good for evil. <laughs> Yes, you have been amazingly kind to me today. For when the Lord put me in a place where you could have killed me, you know, while I had my dick out pissing, (laughs) you didn't do it. (laughs) Yeah. Who else would let his enemy get away when he had him in his power? (laughs) May the Lord reward you well for the kindness you have shown me today. (laughs) He's still talking. This this makes no fucking sense, though. No, suddenly he doesn't. Suddenly he's not bananas anymore. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Okay, but he's still talking and crying, okay? okay? All right, sure. <laughs> and now I realize that you are surely going to be king, and that the kingdom of Israel will flourish under your rule. <laughs> now swear to me by the Lord that when that happens, you will not kill my family and destroy my line of descendants. <laughs> like, my guy, I'm married to your fucking daughter, right. and your son is my best friend slash yeah, secret lover. Sure as hell ain't killing them. I'm not killing them. So, I think you're good. Right. Dude. Like, the only person that needs... Uh, you you tr- you were trying to kill me for no fucking reason, really. To the point that you threw a spear at your own son and called him a stupid son of a whore. Yeah, you kind of, like, you know, left, you know, normal town and, and went somewhere so, else. So, the question is, will we remain normal? Yes. Yes, we will, Saul. I promise. I'll still keep not being the weirdo that you are. So, again, so Saul's king still here. Here, right? Yeah. And um, he's he's assuming that David's going to become king for some reason. Right. I, I don't know why exactly because they haven't really made it clear other than he let him live why Saul would become king, except for that maybe we could assume that he's gaining followers as he goes along because people right. are like this guy's better than that guy yeah but that's the only thing i can think of that might might be something i i don't really know but i mean didn't he have him come to dinner because he was like gonna be the new king or some shit like that no he, no he wanted to keep him close because he was jealous of him uh, but and I thought... like he was gonna he, he was mad because he didn't show because he was gonna kill him that no night. i know that's when he called his son a stupid son of a whore right but i thought that another time he was like at dinner because it was a um here's the new king guy if that was the case it was in the earlier story when um when it was a whole different story about how david became king okay well remember like way like we're still in the book of samuel right, right and right. where the fuck is samuel who even knows sure, right sure. but remember when samuel was um the priesty guy and then they made saul king but then saul wasn't king but then saul was king and it was like back and forth. Saul? And yeah. Oh, so, no, not really. Okay, well, that was way back at the beginning of the book of Samuel. Okay. When um, they had to draw lots for Saul. Oh, but yeah, why yeah, did they yeah, do yeah. that okay. when he was already named the king? Right. Maybe it's kind of like that, where he's been named as eventually sometime, but not yet. You know what I mean? Maybe. It's very confusing. I don't know. I'm th- it was confusing with Saul, and now it's confusing with David. But this is more confusing than the stuff with Saul. No, like, I agree. This is more confusing. I'm just saying maybe it's it's similar confusion to that nonsense. I think they're having trouble reconciling stories here because they're stories, they're just pulling from multiple different stories that have no actual reference to each other, and they're trying to make things work. Yeah. That That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you but there. whatever. So David promised this to Saul with an oath. 
th this being, yeah, I, I promise I won't kill your kids. Sure. You, you got it. Yeah. Then Saul went home, but David and his men went back to their stronghold. The end. Okay, I guess we're all good now, huh? I'm so glad that Saul stopped there to take a pee. Yeah, and, and that David didn't, you know, kill him. Yeah. So, I Yay, guess everything David. everything's good. God God did them right that day. Guided, uh, guided them correctly. Uh, uh, or God, something. God wasn't even involved that day. I mean, God brought Saul to David, according to his men. I guess. And then, no, that's just what his men thought. That's not necessarily sure. what actually happened. Right, but I bet somebody would say that God was involved in that. So, But the Bible usually points out when he's involved. That's true. That's so true. I'm going to say no, this was not... But the, the Bible also usually makes a little bit more sense than this story. So Does it, though? A little bit. Not a lot. A little bit. Like, this is just completely, like, all over the fucking place. Okay, all of these stories are like that, though. So I, I kind of call bullshit. They are all either really stupid, nonsensical, confusing, weird. Um, they're just... I, I, I don't think we've read through a straightforward story that's just beginning to end without confusion or oddity. Right. right. So, mm, It's just no. weird. You would think that the Word of God could be clear. You like, would you know, think. Concise. Maybe if we weren't reading it with such an agenda. Right, it's the agenda that's causing the problem. Goddamn right? agendas. Yeah. Fucking hate agendas. Yeah. Sometimes I have an agenda to blow my nose, which is what I need to do right now. So we should end the podcast then. Yeah, that's my agenda. Okay, well then let's end the podcast. Okay, so um, we just finished 1 Samuel chapter 24, and tomorrow we'll do 1 Samuel chapter 25, and that'll be Friday. Yep. And so then Saturday... We'll do a Q&A, and God only knows what we'll cover there, because this whole thing is bullshitty. <laughs> and then Sunday is our weekly replay, and then Monday we'll be back for First Samuel chapter 26. All right, well, in the meantime, we will see you guys tomorrow. Yep. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, Saul took a piss. He did. Yeah. And... Um, David did not cut off his dick, but no. he did cut off his hem. He did. He did. And then they made up and all was good, apparently. Apparently. I mean, I didn't see that coming. I didn't I'm either. Like, they're all killy, you know, wanting to kill each other stuff. And then and they're like, it's all good. Well, I don't know. I mean, there's more chapters. There's more chapters. So, so I'm you sure know. that it's not all good. And it's the Bible, so. You just never know which just, way it's going to go. You don't, yeah. All right, so that was First uh, Samuel chapter... 24. And today we are doing... First Samuel chapter 25. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, First Samuel chapter 25. All right. David and Abigail. Abigail? Who's Abigail? I don't know, mm -hmm. but it sure is fucking his wife. It's not... I don't remember her name, so... I don't, I don't think it... Well, it could be, though. We didn't, do we know her name, though? I don't know. Okay. Well, let's find out. I don't think it was Abigail. Well, I mean... Oh, this shocking... This sentence is shocking. Oh. It opens with, now Samuel died. Oh. There's a whole second Wait, book yeah, of well, Samuel. How do you have a second book of Samuel when Samuel's dead? What the fuck? That's messed up. That, I'm, I'm blown away. <laughs> My mind is blown. I did not expect that. <laughs> now Samuel died, and all Israel gathered for his funeral. Okay. How long does it last? A whole nother book? I, I don't know. I mean, we've still got several, like, ten chapters, something like that. Right. Yeah, and then another book. Yeah. So, yeah. They buried him at his house in Ramah. Nabal Angers... Nabal Angers... 
oh, I'm so sorry. They did this thing again where the next, that was it for that section. Oh, okay. The next one is Nabal Ingers David. Uh, okay. Okay. Yep. So they buried him at his house in Ramah, and then the next section is Nabal Ingers David. Okay. Then David moved to the wilderness of Mayon. <laughs> he likes that wilderness over there. He sure does. The mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Yeah, that one. There was a wealthy man from Mayon who owned property near the town of Carmel. He had 3,000 sheep and 1,000 goats. Damn, that is wealthy. Is it wealthy? I don't know. I mean, I, compared... sounds, sounds, they said he was wealthy, so it must be wealthy. Well, it was sheep shearing time. Okay. So Gotta he shear them was sheep. busy. Yep. I don't know if Or his slaves was... were busy, one of the two. Right. Yep. That's what I would assume. Right. This man's name was Nabal, and his wife, Abigail, was a sensible and beautiful woman. Sensible and beautiful. Smart beautiful. and pretty. She wow. got it all. Yeah. That's not fair. Yeah. But Nabal, a descendant of Caleb, was crude and mean in all his dealings. Mm, I hate those crude and mean people. Mm, yeah. All descendants of Caleb are yeah. bad, bad, bad. <laughs> then David heard that Nabal was shearing his sheep. And so he sent 10 of his young men to Carmel with this message for Nabal. Okay. Peace and prosperity to you, your family, and everything you own. I'm not believing it because he's bad, according to them. Right? So, okay. But he sent in the bad guy. Right. Greetings from afar. I am told that it is sheep shearing time. While your shepherds stayed among us near Carmel, we never harmed them, and nothing was ever stolen from them. Yeah. Ask your own men, and they will tell you this is true. Mm-hmm. So... Would you be kind to us since we have come at a time of celebration? Please share any provisions you might have on hand with us and with your friend David. Hmm. Would you? Okay. What? I'm not. What? I don't. I don't know. They're like, hey, can I come visit? And, and I never stole shit. from you, so could you feed me right, and put since, me up? Since we didn't steal from you, can you just give us shit then? Right. That's that's weird. Like that is not how I go visit. Well, first of all, I don't visit people I don't like. Right. Okay, but then if I was um, going to go visit somebody, like, you don't I got assume friends they're everywhere. giving you everything. No, I would be like, hey, I'm going to be in town during this XYZ days. Uh, I don't know what your setup is like. Um, would it be more appropriate for me to stay at a hotel, or do you have room, or are you in a position to put me right, up? Right, you give them an off-the-hook thing. You know, yes, you're, you're off the let hook. them off the hook, for God's sakes, because there are some people, and I'm probably one of them, that don't want you in their house. Right. Let right. them say no gracefully. Right, right. So, you know, that way they can say, oh, now's not a good time, but I'd sure. really like to see you while you're in town. Yeah, but I'm really thankful you guys didn't steal from me. Yeah, thank you for not stealing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure why I have to thank you for that. But. Right? Like, poof, I am so grateful today when I woke up this morning yeah. that it, I didn't get stolen yeah. from. Yeah, our child. They didn't steal from us. They didn't, our child didn't steal from yeah, us. Yeah, it's great. That's a good We have a really good child. That's a great, that's a great child. I mean, that's a 17-year-old. Yeah, and they didn't steal from us. And they didn't steal, and everybody knows that 17-year-olds are bad. Right, and we still put them up and, like, you know, let we them put sleep them up. here and stuff. They, and they are grateful, i got to right. tell yeah. you. They, yeah. they owe us big for that. Right. My God. <laughs> David's young men gave this message to Nabal in David's name, and they waited for a reply. Who is this fellow David? Nabal sneered to the young men. Yeah. Who does this son of Jesse think he is? Right. I mean, that's who does this stupid son of a whore think he is, is what I would have been saying. But, <laughs> but it sounds like these people were invoking his name without actually yeah. consulting David. Yeah. Is that, am I, I, am I, am I no, maybe David that sent right? them. David sent oh, them. Oh, David sent them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. David's like, hey, you guys... Um, Take this note to him. Oh. And he's like, you know, telling 
Nabal, can I come stay at your place and eat all your food? I thought it was some other dude that invoked his name. No. Okay. I, I'm no. probably wrong. I'm probably wrong. You are wrong. All right. I'm sure you're absolutely right there. And so. so Nabal is like, who the fuck does he think he is? Yeah. There are lots of servants these days who run away from their masters. Should I take my bread and my water and my meat that I've slaughtered for my shearers and give it to a band of outlaws who come from who even knows where? Right. Yeah, I mean, fair. I don't sorry. completely disagree here. Yeah, he doesn't so. know you from Jack. Right. Like, sorry, that's great that you're Jesse's son. Sure. Go in peace, asshole. I mean, it doesn't sound like he really knows who Jesse is either. He yeah. Just, you know, he's just like that whatever. guy over there. I, like, I heard him, but you know, like maybe who's this? Son maybe of his? he hasn't even heard of Jesse. It's who true. the fuck knows? It's true. I'm just over here trying to she- shave my sheep. Yeah. Or shear them, shear and shave my right. sheep. Yeah. During that time of year. Right. So David's young men returned and told him what Nabal had said. Oh, you were right. <sighs> Get your swords, was David's reply. What the <laughs> As he fuck? strapped on his own. You won't let me stay at your house? I'm going to fucking kill you. Wow. Whoa. That Holy moly. quickly. Yeah, that's not cool. Then 400 men started off with David and 200 remained behind to guard their equipment. Hmm. Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Meanwhile, one of Nabal's servants went to Abigail and told her, hey, David sent messengers from the wilderness to greet our master, but he screamed insults at them. These men have been very good to us, and we never suffered any harm from them. Nothing was stolen from us the whole time they were with us. Oh! In fact, day and night, they were like a wall of protection to us and the sheep. This is his wife, right? Yeah. And she's like going like, behind his back saying, No, 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 no. The servant is going oh, behind oh, oh, oh. Nabal's back and saying, Hey, Nabal's wife, I have to tell you something. Okay. Your husband's being dumb. Okay, all right. You need to know this and figure out what to do. Right. But there is going to be trouble for our master and his whole family. Yeah. He's so ill-tempered that no one can even talk to him. <laughs> so this servant did the right thing, I think. I mean, it sounds that way, yeah. I mean, based on this story. Sure. Yeah. Although I think that I can't eat your food, fuck you, grab a sword. Right. No, that was, that was again, the wrong reaction. Yeah. In my opinion. Definitely. I mean, um, maybe things were different back then, but I, definitely I, not equal to the I'd, source of ire. I'd be pretty pissed if I turned somebody down for food, and then they came up with four hundred people with guns. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that would not make me happy. Honestly, I'd be like upset that four. He asked if I would feed him and his four hundred men. Right. In the first yeah, place. that's a lot of fucking people. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. Yeah. Call me out. Right. Abigail wasted no time. She quickly gathered 200 loaves of bread, two wineskins full of wine, five sheep that had been slaughtered, nearly a bushel of roasted grain, 100 clusters of raisins, and 200 fig cakes. Wait, without consulting her husband? Apparently. That's pretty brazen. She's like, I'm on, I'm the one that makes this shit. Shut the fuck up. I'm Still, gonna... though, given the times right. and given where women stood as far as, you know. No, absolutely. She was very brave, but she. it sounds like also she's like... Don't be a dick. Right. You're no, so I mean stupid. Yes. I um <laughs> <laughs> can I help you? It uh I just I see it both ways, you know? Like it doesn't make sense why he's doing this. Like He who? Which David, one? David, sorry. It doesn't make sense why David is attacking them right. for not feeding them. It also you know, I, I can see why if they if they did protect their people, like yeah. they'd be like, Hey, could Maybe you be like do I, I don't I don't see why the didn't steal part came into play because like Obviously, you if you did steal, then you shouldn't even be fucking asking. Right. It sounds like maybe they protected them from Samuel or something. Right. And so David's like... Thanks. Not from Samuel. 
don't know. Well, Samuel is dead. Right, so. but so Samuel wasn't attacking anybody. Okay, I don't fucking know. Why did they even mention Samuel died then? I, because he's dead. Okay. They mention everybody that dies that's important. Well, okay, here's all I know. It sounds like somebody was attacking and David and his guys protected this Nabal guy. Right. And his family. Sure. And so now he's saying, could you please repay the favor? Right. So, Ab- what was her name? Abigail? Yeah, Abigail packed everything on the donkeys and said to her servants, go on ahead. I will follow you shortly. But she didn't tell her husband Nabal what she was Eesh. doing. Ugh. Oh, that's that's brave. That's brave or stupid. Right. Good luck, Abigail. You yeah, sound like good. a nice woman. Right. I hope nothing bad happens to you. Right. As she was riding her donkey into a mountain ravine, she saw David and his men coming toward her. David had just been saying a lot of good it did to help this fellow. We protected his flocks in the wilderness, and nothing he owned was lost or stolen, but he has repaid me evil for good. My guy, he just said, no, you can't come to dinner. Right. May God strike me and kill me if even one man of his household is still alive tomorrow morning. Oh, my God. Holy that's, that's, shit. You, he won't feed you, so you're going to kill everybody. Right? Fuck. And did you just make an oath to God? Are you I... now going to have to kill everybody? Because <laughs> I'm betting no. Because I, I didn't no. hear him invoke God. So hold on. He said, "May God strike me and kill me." Oh. even one man is yeah. That is true. But he didn't yeah. actually do an oath or a you know like he, he was cursed. Just, he cursed. Yeah, which is also not good. But right, and he cursed in God's name. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. I don't either. When Abigail saw David, she quickly got off her donkey and bowed low before him. She fell at his feet, and we know about women at men's feet, Yeah, and said, I accept all blame in this matter, my lord. Please listen to what I have to say. I know Nabal is a wicked and ill-tempered man. Please don't pay any attention to him. He is a fool, just as his name suggests. Jesus. She is throwing him under the fucking bus. Right? God. But I never even saw the young men you sent. Now, my Lord, as surely as the Lord lives and you live yourself, since the Lord has kept you from murdering and taking vengeance into your own hands, let all your enemy and those who try to harm you be as cursed as Nabal is. As Nabal is. And here is a present that I, your servant, have brought to you and your young men. Please forgive me if I have offended you in any way. The Lord will surely reward you with a lasting dynasty for you are fighting the lord's battles yeah and you have not done wrong throughout your entire life never including this time where i was going to kill everybody for not feeding me she is definitely a bootlicker yeah but it sounds like i mean david's kind of an asshole here i'm sorry no david's definitely an asshole but it sounds like she anticipated oh shit i'm about to get caught up in a war and i'm not trying to die right right so she's like, I pick sides immediately. I mean, I, I if I'm Nabal, I, I don't want to tell somebody that's got an army right. to fuck off, you know? Like, right. that's kind of stupid. I don't agree that David should demand food. Right. But then when you get turned down, you shouldn't you shouldn't kill everybody at the yeah. very least. Pick like, up your sword. Worst Let's case, go. Best case scenario, worst case scenario, whatever, you kill just Nabal, right? Right. Like, I mean, like, that's right. the guy that said no, so... Exactly. You kill him, and, and that's it. You're done. Yep. Like, okay, now, you guys want to feed us now? Okay, great. Awesome. Yeah. Cook me some bread, woman. <laughs> Could you imagine how many people we would owe death to? <laughs> me and you alone. <laughs> would owe death to? Yeah. For like, not feeding us? Yeah. Like, we want to come over. No! That nah. would be like, husband, pick up your sword. I guess, I guess. I was kidding. Yeah, I just I can't remember the last time somebody refused to feed us. 
Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm just saying, like, that is true. When have we asked and somebody refused? I don't, no, I don't know when true. that would have been. And then I'm thinking about it, like, where do we ever go? Your mom's house or my mom's house? Right. And they're always none too happy, or more than happy. <laughs> Jesus, more than happy to feed us. More than happy. Yes, more than happy. I started saying none too. I know, and you're like, your brain is opposite today. My brain is always opposite. What are you talking about? <laughs> Okay, so anyway, Abigail is still going on bootlicking. Yeah. Even, oh, and you know, you've never done any bad all your life. Right, right. Even when you are chased by those who seek to kill you, your life is safe in the care of the Lord your God, secure in his treasure pouch. Treasure pouch? Well, maybe it's his nut sack. (laughs) I mean... I was just like, what? what is a treasure pouch? I don't know. When my dad, when me and my sister were kids, um... My mom and dad refer to my dad's man bits as his family jewels. <laughs> well, yeah, I've heard that. That's not uncommon. I, I've heard that. So, but like treasure pouch, not sack. I mean, maybe I just that's you're in it's God's a weird nutsack. way to refer to being safe with God. And you're in, in his, his treasure pouch. You're in his treasure pouch. I have to. That, I think we should re- resurrect that. If it didn't, if it didn't mean nutsack before, mm-hmm. it should now. It going should forward now. from today, definitely, it should be treasure tre- treasure pouch. Treasure, treasure pouch. pouch should be not. Tre- I mean, that's so, so much better. Treasure yeah. pouch. I will be like, honey, can I stroke your treasure pouch? And from now on, whenever you say you're going to kick me in the nuts, you have to say you're going to kick me in the treasure I pouch. I am going to punch you in the treasure yeah. pouch. Right. There you go. Yeah. See? Yeah. So much better. I love it. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But the lives of your enemies, Abigail continued, okay. will disappear like stones shot from a sling. Oh, nice callback, Abigail. Right. Like stones yeah. that, you know, because you, you, you shoot a sling. Eh? Right. Eh? Yeah. Eh? Yeah. Killed that Goliath guy real good. Yeah. When the Lord has done all he promised and has made you leader of Israel, don't let this be a blemish on your record. Then your conscience won't have to bear the staggering burden of needless bloodshed and vengeance. She's doing an awful lot of uh, groveling and talking Mm -hmm. here. She's like, my husband is the worst shit cake on the planet. And you are just so fucking awesome that you could be in God's nutsack. Right, but as much as she's talking, I imagine like David sitting there with like his hand on his hip going, come on, what's the rest of it? Like, Like, uh uh I I uh might still kill you all, but what, what else you got to say? Right. And when the Lord has done these great things for you, please remember me, your servant. (laughs) We finally got down to the end of her little speech there. David replied to Abigail, praise the Lord, the God of Israel, who has sent you to meet me today. You know, because I was about to kill you. Yes, right. Thank God for your good senses. Bless you for keeping me from murder. And from carrying out vengeance with my own hands. Bless you for keeping me, keeping me from murder. Right? Those, those words they s- don't sit right with me. It's like, I don't like, think that that sounds as good as you think it sounds. If, if you have to bless somebody for keeping you from murder. Right? You're fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whew, I'm sure glad I ran into this bitch right here because I was about to go kill her husband and her and all their kids and all their slaves right yeah thank god i ran into her man she kept me from murder with her sly tongue yeah reminded me about how i'm such a good rock slinger and shit (laughs) right for i swear by the lord david continued the god of israel who has kept me from hurting you that if you had not hurried out to meet me not one of nabal's men would still be alive tomorrow morning yeah probably not you either right then david accepted her present and told her Return home in peace. I have heard what you said. We will not kill your husband. 
Well, that's <sighs> awfully nice of him. I am so... Thank you for not murdering my husband today. It's it's kind of disconcerting to know that if you were an asshole back in these times, you, that you might get murdered by an army. Not just murdered, but, like, you might get your entire town. Not just house. Not just right. family. Your entire town might be murdered. Yeah. And they'll probably, just for good measure, slaughter all of your livestock, too. Right. Exactly. And then burn it to the ground. When Abigail arrived home... Wait, wait, wait. But then they're going to put a stack of rocks there and say, that's where we burned that place. That's the burning rock. That's the burning rock. Where we burned the fuck out of that house. Oh, my God. When Abigail arrived home, she found that Nabal was throwing a big party. He was celebrating like a king. He was very drunk, so she didn't tell him anything about her meeting with David. Why would you? Until dawn the next day. Why would you tell him at all? If he was already drunk and partying. They're on the way coming over. Are they still coming? I think so. I thought that she gave him the food and they're like, okay, we're good now. Yeah, like, here is some road food, and I'll go run up ahead and prepare for you. I think that's my guess. Okay. No, you might be. You're probably right. In the morning, when Nabal was sober, his wife told him what had happened. As a result, he had a stroke, (laughs) and he lay paralyzed on his bed like a fucking stone. (laughs) I did not see that coming. had a stroke? (laughs) He had a stroke. Oh, my God. That was not on my bingo card. That was, no. I mean, you know what? I will give the Bible one thing. They surprised the fuck out of me with some of the shit. I'm like, wow. He had a stroke. That's, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> that is pretty crazy. Okay, Nabal. That one got me right in the treasure pouch, man. <laughs> <laughs> About ten days later, the Lord struck him and he died. He already had a stroke, which sounded pretty fucking severe if he was like, yeah. couldn't even move. So, yeah, okay. He just died. A stroke is struck. Right. You're dumb. Yeah, you struck him ten days ago. Yeah. I mean... If you struck him at all. What you mean to say is he had a stroke from what she said and slowly died from it. Right, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Because he got so fucking mad. On on the um, aftermath of a wild drunk fest. Right, right, So he was like, I'm just over here trying to sleep off my hangover and you fucked up my, my morning... Well, Whatever. and based on what their description of was, I mean, he sounded like a blustery fuck anyway, so he's yeah. probably due to have a stroke regardless. He probably had horrible blood pressure. Yeah. He had a MAGA hat before MAGA hats were cool. Right, right. <laughs> when David heard that Nabal was dead, he said, oh, praise the Lord, <laughs> who has avenged the insult I received from Nabal and has kept me from doing it myself. <laughs> yeah. Nabal has received the punishment for his sin. Yeah, that's why he died. <laughs> Not feeding someone the punishment and... Sin is is not feeding them, and then the punishment is death. Death by stroke. Fucking paralyzed death. for ten days, and then death. And then death. That is the punishment for not feeding somebody. Yeah, that is some fucked up shit. Because you know what? It's not actually a fucking god law. It's just Mm-mm. what David got pissed off about. Yeah, yeah. So this is that fu- day. This is fucked. Yes. Like this whole thing is fucked. This I, it's whole not thing that. Is okay, stupid. I I will agree even that Nabal might have been a shit motherfucker. Yeah. Right. Sure. Like. Who cares, though? He just didn't feed you, and you want him dead? Like, you can't just tell me, this guy was always rude and mean. You have to give me examples, and I'm sorry, but saying, no, I don't know who you are. No, you cannot come to my house and eat all my food. Yeah. That is not an example. It doesn't sound like you would have examples if you didn't even know him at all, so... Right. Fuck. Right. You, there's no reason to be that mad at him, or you're going to kill his whole family. Exactly. That's fucking Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Then David sent messengers to Abigail to ask her to become his wife. <laughs> what? He's already married. Apparently it's good to be the king, yo. I guess. 
You remember, they're allowed to have more or, than are one we wife. So, I guess, but are, are we also supposed to forget that he had a wife already at this point? I don't fucking know. Or are we, like, are we legitimately... I mean, Moses had two wives, so, mm-hmm. like, it wasn't as big of a, like, there's not as big of a stigma on multiple wives in the Old Testament at all. A lot of um, Christian faiths practice this because of that. Sure. They use that as a reason to be allowed to have more than one wife. Right, but, like... The biggest thing that I hear, like when they when they talk about gay marriage and stuff like that, mm-hmm. their whole pitch is one, one man, man, one, one woman, woman, right? Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you. Actually, that is it was not at all one how it man, went. many women, right? And they had no fucking choice in the matter. And also, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Marriage is not what you're. It's not this like beautiful um, thing that you're trying to. They portray were not it as. in love. No. They were bought and sold right. as chattel. Yeah. And if you want to be a chattel, there are lots of countries you can go to and be that. Sure. I don't want to be a chattel. Right. No, I agree. I want to be a cussing old bitch over here on a microphone. Well, sounds like you got your wish. I did. <laughs> I love you, husband. I love you, darling. When the messengers arrived at Carmel, they told Abigail, hey, David has sent us back to take you to Miriam. <laughs> Could you imagine? What? That's so fucking romantic. <laughs> hey, guess what? You're getting married. Hey, did oh. you know? You might not have heard. <laughs> Aren't you so fucking happy? <laughs> she bowed low to the ground and responded, Ah, oh, your servant would be happy to marry David. Oh my God. I'm sure she would. You know, she's going to be taken care of. Yeah. And uh, she knows she's in his good graces. She already knows that she pleased him. Well, it sounds like to me that David's making a good fucking uh, business move here. Mm-hmm. Because the dude was rich. Yeah. So he's getting all that shit. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm going to marry you and I'm going to take all that shit that he's got. Yep. So. That's that's, I'm, That's what he sound gets. Like, sounds like good business dealing. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. I would even be willing to become a slave washing the feet of his servants. You you probably will be. Oh, my God. Why? Why are women... <laughs> like, okay, I understand that you were property, but did you have to be so fucking excited about right. it? Right, yeah. Don't don't be eager to be a slave. Yeah. That, that's You're disgusting. You're going to be the wife. Just be the wife. You don't have to be the slave and the wife. Right. Well, l- let's keep in mind, though, that women were not writing this fucking Bible. I know. That's true. So this was a man writing this, and they decided that this woman was eager to be a fucking slave. They decided, don't, isn't it? Women are lucky, and women love being slaves. Right. They should They should be glad they get to wash my servant's feet. Yeah. 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 Men do all the hard work. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Quickly getting ready, she took along five of her servant girls as attendants, mounted her donkey, and went with David's messengers. And so she became his wife. David also married Ahinoam from Jezreel, making both of them his wives. I have to wonder, because they just, they kind of like do this thing where they just make them their wife, right? Yeah. In the Old Testament. Was there a ceremony or was it just like, if I say you're my wife? You belong I know, to I know there was the whole like sandal thing. Right. If you were. Divorcing. Right. So like there's that bit, but was there an actual ceremony to get married? Or if somebody I said you're their wife, you're just their wife. It almost sounds like they just say so. I, that's kind of what I'm gathering too. You but don't it, have a ceremony for exchanging slaves or for buying sheep. I do think that's an interesting question, though, because yeah. like I don't know the answer to the Old Testament marriage thing. Right. So that would right. that would be interesting to right. find out. Sure. Okay. So um, he married this other chick too. I don't know if you caught that. Oh, he married two chicks. So she became his wife. David also married Ahinoam from Jezreel, making both of them his wives. Just threw this other chicken yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had just read that when you started going yeah, on I'm about Yeah, I'm sorry. I was ceremonies. going off about shit. Yeah. So. 
Saul, meanwhile, had given his daughter Michael, David's wife, to a man from Gallim named Palti, son of Laish. Wait, the what end. the f- What? <laughs> Hold on, what? I, I don't want her anymore. I want these two over here. So could you get rid of her for me? Well... Even though she saved my ass a while back, you know? It doesn't say that David was happy about that move. I don't... It just says... But the last we knew about Saul and David, they were getting along, right? Uh-huh. So what is up with... Okay, now we have a and a Yeah. Like, I mean, we were kind of unsure before we were going into this episode but what our Q&A would be. But now, I think we have a solid uh Like, how many solid Q&A wives... Here. What does it mean to have a wife? And what was his relationship with Michael? And what's up with this other chick that they just threw in at the last second? Like, right. who the fuck... Is, like, okay, Abigail, while I don't agree with the whole scenario... I, I can understand how that took place at some level. It's a business deal, and also he's making right and taking care of her. But then, like, the last sentence or two, they're like, oh, and Michael's gone, and this one's in. Yeah. Like, wait, what? Yeah. what? The what? end. What That's the, the end fuck? of the chapter. <laughs> like, such writing ability just never existed, right? It's such great stuff. It's a... It's a yeah, I gotta I know, know. I gotta know more about all these wives he's got, and yeah. then he's like passing them around willy nilly. Right. Yeah. No. And, and he sounds like a fucking asshole. Yeah. Just David, saying. David does sound like an asshole. I, I don't. He sounds like um, he gets mad real easy. Yeah. No, I, I'm not not okay with that. But um, okay. Well, there we are. He's got two new wives, and one's gone, and uh, and that out. guy died of a stroke. So what was his name? Nahum. Nabal. Nabal. Nabal, that of a stroke. Yep. Okay. Oh, and Samuel's dead. Samuel's dead. Even though we're still in Samuel, and then, still, and then we got another book of Samuel somehow. Yeah, I think there's 31 chapters. We're on chapter 25. So we've got six more to go. Yeah. Maybe. And then... Maybe. You know how they write, like to rewrite stories? Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody didn't like Samuel 1, like 1 Samuel. Mm-hmm. They're like, fuck it. We're going to rewrite this as 2 Samuel. And we're just going to throw it on here as another story. <sighs> Don't tell or me Or maybe that. they're like, maybe it's like a f- prequel. And they're going to cover, like, his earlier days or something. Yeah. Don't tell me that. That'll make me tired. (laughs) Like, just the thought literally made me hiccup. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out when we get there, won't we? Yeah. So, that was uh, 1 Samuel chapter 25. Yep. And tomorrow will be our Q&A. Yep. Sunday will be our weekly replay. And then we'll be back Monday for uh, 1 Samuel chapter 26. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye. Husband. Wife. It's Saturday Q&A. It sure the fuck is. And today, do you know what we're talking about? We are talking about David and marriage and bullshittery. And weddings. And weddings. Yeah. 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 David had lots of wives. He did. Well, it depends on what you consider lots of wives. Oh, no. Trust me. Oh, he had lots of wives. He had lots of wives. <laughs> we're going to well, get into okay. it. I didn't know about the lots of wives yet. I knew about a few wives so far. <laughs> You've been introduced to a few, but trust me, he had lots. Okay. All right. Lots of wives. Yep. All right. And uh, is there anything else we're covering? Just weddings and David and wives? That's it. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get into this shit. All right. Sounds All right. good. Okay, let's get into this. Okay. So, before I talk about his wives, let me just tell you something real quick about David that I didn't know. Okay. He is described in the Hebrew Bible as being the third king of the United Monarchy. The, the, the United Monarchy. So, this is like Judah Israel and Israel. Israel and Judah together He's combined. He's the third? 
United yeah. one? Yeah. That's really weird because it feels like they're kind of pulling it together right now. Right. But, okay. He's the third king of the United One after Israel and Judah. After Israel and Judah? Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. That's the names of the country. Yeah, I was sorry. like, what? Sorry, nothing. After Saul and Ishbal is what I meant to say. Where the fuck did it... I mean, we know about who's, Saul, but who the fuck's Ishbal, Ishbal? Right? And how does he come between David and Saul? I have no idea. Like, they, David and Saul are, like, butting right up against each other. Okay, but this is from history, not from the Bible. Okay, okay? yeah. So, like, this information that I got. Okay. So, this isn't just, like pretend stuff this is actual history it went saul ishbal david solomon rehoboam rehoboam okay rehoboam. sure yeah. whatever okay and um saul was between 1047 and 1010 bce okay and then ishbal was 1010 to 1008 BC. Oh, well, maybe that's why he doesn't get a mention. He was a short He was only there figure. for two years. Right. They're yeah. like, let's just slide over this guy. Yeah. And then David was king from 1008 to 970. Ah. So 30-some-odd years, you know? So they skipped the two-year guy because yeah. inconvenient. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so just thought I would put that out there first. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so David had eight wives. Would eight. We, would we call that lots of wives? Yeah, I think we can call eight lots, at least by today's terms. Yeah. For sure. Lots of wives. Right, right. Okay, so we know the first three, and I'm going to get into them in a minute, but that was Michael, uh, Hinoam, and Abigail. Right, okay? right, yep. And then the other five that we haven't met yet okay. are Maka, Haggith, Abital. Igla and Bathsheba. I've heard of Bathsheba. So have I. Huh. I don't know anything about her. I don't know why I've heard of Bathsheba. Yeah, I don't know anything about her, but yeah, yeah, I know that name. Right. But let's talk about his first three wives just a little bit more. Yeah, because I mean, that's where we are. Yeah. So, exactly. Sure. Okay, so the first one, Michael was Saul's younger daughter, remember? Yeah. And um, remember, Michael was definitely in love with David? Yes. Yes. I mean, she. she defended him. She defended him. She risked her life. Right. And stood up for him and sent his Saul's guards away and helped hide him and stuff. Yep. Yep. And so, but it also specifically indicated or stated that Michael loved David. Yeah. You know what it didn't state? That David loved Michael. Right. And you know what else? What? After he leaves the court, he made no attempt to contact her again. Oh, Wow. So, so basically when Saul like gave her up to another man and he's like, uh, dude's not coming back, so yeah. you need a man. You need a man, and that's why he gave her to somebody else. I see. Yeah. I see. That was kind of shit of David. I mean, we don't know the ins and outs. For all we know, Michael was a beard because he was actually plugging um, Jonathan. Could be, could you be. Know? Like she could have been like, I know you and my brother are in love, so right. I'm going to you know, marry you to help keep you in the family sure sure. so we don't know how that went that might have been a happy annulment who fucking knows could be but she's still listed as his first wife okay okay um there's gonna be some stuff coming up she comes back into play really yeah interesting and um i don't want to get into it because right because that spoils the story ahead of where we're at right but she does come back into play okay and then so just keep in your mind that Michael 
um, was given to another man. Right. After, Got it. after David. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. Okay. Okay, so number two, you would think it would be Abigail listed next. But it was the one that got like two seconds of a mention? Yes, and I'm going to say a couple things about her. Okay, okay? yeah. Her name is Ahinoam, and she's just some woman from Jezreel. We don't know. Sure. Okay? Yep. She also shared a name, had the same name as Saul's wife. Hmm. And so some scholars wonder if it wasn't the same person. Like, did you steal your... Maybe Mom that's why Saul's still fucking right? pissed. There, there's some question of that. Hmm. Like, was it the same person? That's now, many most scholars think no, but okay. it's still worth like, it huh? Definitely raises an eyebrow. Yeah, right? it yeah. sure does. Yeah. Um, regardless, she was probably already married to David when the conflict with Nabal erupted. Okay. Even though they didn't mention it. Yeah. But. She's usually mentioned before Abigail in the Bible. Like, they don't say Abigail and Ahinoam. They say Ahinoam and Abigail were his wives. Ah, okay. okay. Also, she delivered David's first son. Oh, okay. So, she probably was around before Abigail. Right. And... As far as the getting it on got on. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. And I don't... I. How do you feel? Do you think that she might be um, Saul's wife? I would have to read a lot more into the actual histories and the you know it, there's it's all supposition you would just yeah. have to guess right it would just yeah it would purely be specula- speculation I'm, I'm asking you to speculate what do you think i mean it it's interesting that i it's interesting that he married somebody the same name and that him and saul were at such odds for no so, reason seemingly right? right yeah yeah so i mean it could make sense yeah. it could yeah i'm not saying it does but it could it could definitely okay so Abigail, the third wife, um, which, again, she's always listed as the third wife. Right. um, She was the one that married David after Nabal had a stroke. Right. And the Talmud regards her as one of Tanakh's... I don't know who Tanakh is. I didn't get into all that because that's the Talmud. Right. But the Talmud regards her as one of Tanakh's seven female prophets. Huh. Because of her choice of words in the way she placated David, yeah, like she saw which so way this this woman can talk to men and no, it wasn't just that she was able to talk to men and persuade him. It was that she sussed out the situation immediately. Got it. Saw that Nabal was being really fucking stupid. And went and said all the things that needed to be said because she saw which way the winds of history were blowing. You know, it just doesn't seem that difficult to suss out. Like, dude was an asshole. He's pissing off this guy that's got a fucking army. And, you know, maybe we shouldn't. But it wasn't just in that small town situation. Okay. Some of the things that she said were... um, Larger than just small town, like, needless bloodshed... um, you know, that you'll be guilty of needless bloodshed, blah, 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 blah. Right. And I, I didn't write down all the things that were said, but she said some shit that really came back to haunt. Like, we're going to see some of the shit that she said. Yeah. So, it was, she was very intelligent, is the Got point. It. Got it. 
So, An intelligent woman means must be a prophet. Must be God's word. I mean, at the very least, she was beautiful and smart. Right. Okay. Right. So there's um, some question whether David married her because he was attracted to her. Right. Because we know all men are led by their penises. <laughs> Or um, because it was an astute political move because Nabal had high status. I mean, that's kind of what I thought. Cause but like, also he was rich. Yeah. No, I Those mean, are separate, though. Right. Power and money. Sure, sure. And she was beautiful and smart. So None of that could hurt. Yeah. You know? It was I mean, all a win-win, win-win-win for him. Right. So that is what I have about David's many, many wives. Well, at least the first three of the many wives. Well, and then we named the other five. Sure, For sure. fuck's sake. Right. So we're going to meet the other five coming up here shortly. Yeah. And um, that's exciting. But the other thing that you had a question about was, um, did they have ceremonies for weddings back yeah, then the it, way we do today? It's very, like, they don't ever mention ceremonies, really. At least not in the Bible that I've seen so far. Um, from what I could find, there were ceremonies, but they were much less intricate. Yeah. Um, the the wedding, the, the marriage consisted of a two-step process. Okay. First was the betrothal, and that was a contract process. Okay. Where the prospective um, groom yeah. would meet with the bride's father, and they would, you know, bang out the details because dowries and all that other shit right. that's got to be worked His out. His willingness to provide for her yeah. as well as the terms under which he would propose. And again, the bride price. I can't um, even imagine having a conversation like that with parents today. Like, Right? The bride price was not just that he was buying her. He was also compensating the family for the loss of the daughter's labor. Right. Sure. So um, it, it wasn't just... That she was a belonging. Right. She was also a very, very busy, contributing, necessary member of the household. Right. So the betrothal period typically lasted a year or two. Oh, wow. But during that time, she is legally married to him. Oh. And so, yeah. So she is legally bound to him and um, still lives at home with her father. But during the betrothal, um, she has to, like wear a um, veil over her face so that when she's in public, it shows that she's off the market. She's Got taken. It. Got it. So. Are they, like, getting on at that no, point? No, 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 no. Oh, they okay. have to remain very apart from each other. Ah. Okay. And that's part of. It's a long betrothal. Yeah. Especially for, like, way back then because people died a lot. You know? Right. Like, I mean, just right. like, hmm, a year but or it, two. It also, it also um, gave a chance to show if the man was serious or not. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, and also because during that time period, while they're working out the details together yeah. and setting up this business plan, the husband-to-be, the groom, is preparing the space for her in his own family's house. Got it. Got it. So, because they didn't go get their own house, um, the woman always went and joined the man's family. Got it. And so it was less... That the groom was giving compensation more that the groom and his family, since they were all gaining another person, yeah, they were compensating the other family for the for their loss of a helpmate. Right, right. So, okay, so that's the first part of the process. Okay. Okay. Yep. And then the second part is 
um, when the new house space was ready for her, he would come and sneak over and steal away his bride. <laughs> now, she knew it was, like, coming, so she'd sure. be packed and ready. Yeah. But that was, like, their their big, you know... Tradition. Tradition thing. Yeah. There, so there wasn't really a wedding, per se. It was just a... There might be a dinner and a feast later. Okay. But there wasn't this big, like, let's all go to a sandals beach wedding right, right and fly in all of our family from across the world and have hundreds of guests in an open bar it wasn't like that i feel like that would be an interesting episode sometime to cover like the history of weddings and stuff like that as far as religious weddings go because i know like certain cultures have very there's different very interesting religious right. um wedding types that are kind of neat well weddings as we see them today particularly in america have only come into vogue in the last 200 years. Right. And even the um, engagement ring, I think, only started in, like, the 1800s. Right. I, I know that that was kind of due to, like, the diamond industry the itself. The diamond industry itself, so. yes. Like, they turned it into a Hallmark card moment. <laughs> right. And so now, you know, consumers that we are in America, we've just turned the whole thing into an extravaganza that that's not what it was yeah i i started learning some of this stuff years ago like how engagement rings and and just like hallmark holidays and stuff like that you know and it it's such like you it's you, a joy kill it really is like you think all this stuff is growing up you think all this stuff is like these holidays right they're traditions, they're traditions and they're, rituals that you will look forward to and then you realize it's an overblown commercial yeah and it's like fuck the fuck is this shit yeah this is bullshit that makes me really happy for how we got married which is very small scale and we did not spend hardly any money at all <laughs> and i did yeah. get a ticket on the way to the wedding you did get a ticket so we did spend some money speeding. on that ticket but you were yeah. speeding to your wedding and i cannot believe that motherfucker gave you a fucking ticket i know right like my son was in the car with me i was in the car we're dressed up for a wedding and you tell him I'm on the way to my wedding. Right, and he's like, "Here's up? your fucking ticket," and I'm like, "Really, guy?" Yeah, man, what a douchebag. Yeah, yeah. I remember when you got there, you didn't tell me at first. You didn't tell me until <laughs> after the ceremony, and I was like, "Really? Oh my god, we saved all this money and still ended up shelling out more than we wanted to." <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. It was a really fun wedding because it was so small scale. Right. Right. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. We didn't even have a wedding cake. No, we were supposed to have something, but that didn't work out. <laughs> well, we had different family members' ideas of what the cake should be. <laughs> right. And then I was like, y'all take care of it, and kind of left it in other people's hands. And then the day of, found out that there wasn't one. So I was going to stop on the way to our right. wedding venue and pick up some Twinkies and strawberries. <laughs> but we had spent so much money... Um, out of town that there was a block on my fucking card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing really went right that day. It was... We didn't even have all the clothes that we were supposed to have. Oh, yeah, in, in because like... our son had left his shirt. <laughs> right. He had left the correct shirt at home. So we didn't even have matching shirts at the no, it was, ceremony. And... I mean, it was a horrible but great day. Yeah, no, really I, was. yeah definitely. The reason that we were so far away is because we had a friend who had cabin space available yeah. that so that's how we were able to get away with everything so, cabin space and a building and the venue and a, i mean yeah. like everything and then he 
loves providing the barbecue and the yeah, meat. Yeah, he catered so. for us, brought the beer. I mean, it what more could you ask for? It was ridiculous how much we got away with right. not having to contribute to our own wedding. Yeah, yeah. And how wrong everything was. <laughs> <laughs> but one of my catchphrases is that catastrophe now makes a great story later. Well, I mean, we didn't spend a lot of time planning it. No, we like, didn't. We're just like, we're going to go down here and get married. Yeah. And, and then we did. It seemed like everybody else was, like, really concerned with the guest list. And, like, right. my sister was really concerned with the flowers. And I'm like, I don't care. Right. Fucking flowers. Who gives a shit? Yeah. That's not the important part. Which kind of gets us back into this. Right. They're actually kind of what we have in mind, which is they were concerned about the important part. Right. Which yeah. is... How are we going to make this work for our future together? You never hear about a $25,000 wedding back then, I bet. No. <laughs> so there was no religious rite that was performed with the concluding of the marriage. Huh. But there was a feast at the conclusion of the festivities. That's very interesting. So no religious very... rites. Nope. Huh. Well, and do you remember how the divorce was performed? All they had to do was um, present like a document that says... You know, I don't like you no more kind right, of thing. Right, right. So. I just, I guess I find it interesting that all this stuff went that way back in the Old Testament, right? When, mm-hmm. when God was around. Yeah. But then now we, we, it has to be this certain way now. Right. And if you're Christian, why? God it's, approved of this other way too. So what does it matter? It's the same reason that the more religious you are, likely the the more makeup you have on and the more expensive your clothes and jewelry. Right. I am curious if there was somewhat of a more, is it, is, I wonder if there's more elaborate weddings in the New Testament because I don't know. I don't know. You know, like um, I, I don't know where I that came from. Didn't really get into much of that. I mean, sure. I don't know. I mean, if, we're not there yet. Right. No, well, so. no. And I don't know if the time period that I'm discussing is far removed from that. Right. You well, know? you're about a thousand years away. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, yes. How much will change in a thousand years? Who knows? A lot. I mean, (laughs) I know, yes, yes. But with regard to wedding ceremonies, that I don't know. Sure, right, right, right. I would say even with wedding ceremonies, a lot's changed in the last thousand years that I've... That if you took a thousand-year-old wedding to today's weddings, a lot's changed. No, absolutely. Capitalism will do that. Right, for sure. So, I don't know how it was during... Jesus's time is the question I guess you're asking. Kind of, yeah. I mean, it's just interesting. Like I said, I, I kind of would be interested in learning more about the origins of weddings, I guess. I mean... So, just just in general, because of what we talk about, because of our subject matter, etc. So, got it. That's all. All right. Well, maybe we'll cover that when we get there. Who knows? Yeah, sure. Sounds if it, good. If it's still interesting by then. Right. Definitely. All right. Um, well, I think that's all we got for today. That's all we got for today. All right. Well, we are going to get on out of here, and tomorrow we will have our... Weekly replay. And then on Monday, we will be going into First Samuel chapter... 26. All right. We will see you guys then. Bye. Hey, wife. I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. 
We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye.